Welcome to the Art of the Dive. Game week six is done and game week seven is coming in hot and heavy. We've got a ton of questions this week. Anything from about Jake hacking all of the computers uh, to captain picks to Liverpool and what to do with them. I'm ready to get into this. Jake, how are you, buddy? Hanging in there. You having a tough life again? Yeah, tough life. It's back to the, the usual. Yeah, well... First off, balance has been restored in the universe, I think. So you're you're sad, like you always are. Mm-hmm. And I'm really sad, like I always am, but it manifests as anger. Uh, and so that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's a good sign for things to come. Yeah. Uh, so your house life, you're all moved into your new home, but, but still a little crazy over there, huh? Yeah, it's pretty hectic. And I have to start working again tomorrow. That's going to be bad. But that's okay. You know what? You know, FPL brings us joy. It's not that's not true, but that's what I'm gonna pretend. Yeah, it's mostly sadness. I mean, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Like a lot of us play FPL. It's like a little mini escape from the real world for a while, and um, unfortunately, like you escape into an absolute hellhole. So I don't know why we all keep doing it. Yeah, that's a great question. Maybe we should just let somebody hack all of our accounts and delete everything. Yeah, that's that's actually the best idea we've had in the three years that we've done this. Yeah, it really is. Um, on that note, I don't know if you haven't really been like on Twitter as much lately. I know because you've been so busy, but a bunch of pretty high end accounts have been uh, hacked. It's been kind of a big, a big thing going on in the the FPL community. Um, and Mark wants to know where exactly was Jake in the early hours of Saturday morning. FPL on Suspendable wrote, Jake's res- is Jake responsible for the uh, concerning account deletions? Uh, Mark said, can Jake explain what he was doing at the local community college attending an evening class called A Beginner's Guide to Computer Hacking? Uh, so a couple things there that I think we need to address. First off, no community colleges have that class. Uh, second off, how does Mark know like where you've been on Saturday nights? I mean... I thought he was asking, does he know where I've been? It sounds like it. Can Jake explain what he was doing at the local community college attending that oh, class? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, let me tell you, I don't even know where the local community college is here. Um, and I would <laughs> a, also likely, be, a likely excuse. I'd also be scared to go there because probably like gators and hobos. Is but, that all that they educate in Florida? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I will say that I am very relieved to think that someone actually feels I have the intelligence to hack multiple accounts. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, yeah, you should be, you should be proud of that. Uh, I actually, yesterday, somebody tried to get into our Twitter account. Did I tell you that? No. Oh, this is yeah. interesting. Yeah. Somebody did. I uh, got a, like email to our uh, our email address saying someone has tried to log into your account from an unusual device or like a a normally unused device was this you or you know like a verification do you think they tried pumpkin spice latte as our password that's the question (laughs) if they didn't then they're idiots because that's the (laughs) password (laughs) yeah Uh, now our now we're gonna get hacked for sure it's all right you gotta do what you gotta do um Patty wrote in and asked, am I cursed? I think a lot of managers are feeling that way, right? Like (laughs) you and I were chatting a little bit yesterday about kind of like how the start of the season has gone. So last year, I feel like 
like the FPL community was really, really on exactly the players that were going to be successful in the league uh, and which players weren't. And so a lot of us had really good teams and really flying starts to the season. Uh, and I think a lot of managers this year are feeling the opposite. They're they're really hurting. They're having a hard time getting going, um, you know, missing captain picks, missing some some bandwagons on some of these players that have put out a lot of points early in the year. A lot of people are feeling cursed, Jake. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, we're cursed. I think we're cursed. <laughs> that's. It's not like a, there's not a reasonable explanation. It's just we're cursed. Yeah, I think that's the most reasonable. I don't. I don't know if there's a reasonable explanation. It. It is very interesting how even the Premier League has been. Um, even just you know, I'll, I'll fall back to it because it's the only. Well, I watched the Chelsea Liverpool game, um, but I also watched. I was flipping between the Arsenal uh villa game and i just don't understand how a team who is newly promoted playing away from home challenges a team like that and i get it there's a red card but but they it was a deserved red card against arsenal like villa were controlling the game and things like that it just to me there's liverpool and man city and then there's everybody else and at yeah. some point, like Spurs may get back to third just because of the talent that they have. But but it's just a cluster everywhere else. And I think we just have to accept that for our teams. Yeah, I I, I, com- I actually completely agree with you. It's it's really interesting. And, and if you look at like total amount of FPL points that have been scored, like by team, City is, is far and away out in number one. Liverpool's in, in second place. And then every, there's a lot of points teams that are all kind of crunched together in terms of FPL point production um, after those two. Uh, So not only is the league playing out that way, but also like FPL points are playing out that way as well. Uh, But it has, it's been tricky in terms of, of the correct players to pick. So yes, Patty, you're cursed. I think we all are, Uh, but hopefully things will, will even out and start playing out at some point here. Uh, Mark wrote in and he said, would you record a 30 second clip from your respective partners whereby they tell the dive audience what they think of their husbands making a podcast and playing FPL? Ooh, that no, would be, I'm, that would be I'm not going to do Yeah, I'm not going to do that. That's a v- stupid video too. That would be the yeah, best. Mark's like, hey, would you crucify yourself for the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I will. Uh, Marco will not. Yeah, you're going to do that. You're going to ask your wife to be. A public figure in the FPL community and just be honest. He'll be bad. Yeah, that's a big no. Uh, And Mark also asks, has Marco turned the ship around? No, Mark, no. Why why are you even asking that? Uh, I mean, like, you're spinning spinning the captain wheel, you know, like whatever they call it. You're spinning the wheel in the right direction, at least. Is this in regards to, like, the ship being turned around? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so the wheel's spinning. Is it like the scene in The Office where uh, Dwight thinks he's driving the boat and it's actually just a toy, like a toy play steering wheel? Because that's what it feels <laughs> that's like. That's what it feels like. No, to me, I was thinking more like Pirates of the Caribbean, like you're Johnny Depp and you're like, you know. Drunk. Drunk on rum and somehow avoiding things at this point in time. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, we'll we'll get into it, but. You at least had a good week. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I should I shouldn't complain too much. It, um, yeah, I had a great week. So uh, we'll get into that in one second. Um, Rushi asks uh, further to Sterling's dropping value. <clears throat> so Sterling has dropped twice now. 
in oh, the last God. um come on i think people. in the last like week basically this upfield season has seen the most favorable budget options come up most managers have decent teams with some money in the bank are we sweating too much on team value does it even matter so far this season uh we talked a little bit about team value um last week i think or the week before that and I, you know, I think you pay attention to team value a little bit more than I do. I really don't very much. Um, a little bit like on my wild card, I'll try to figure out if I can get some players and, and earn 0.1 or 0.2 million here or there. I think on my wild card, when I played two weeks ago, uh, I think I, I got like 0.2 million out of it. So that was good. Uh, but no, I don't, I don't pay attention to to it too much because this year and last year, there have been a lot of good budget options. I mean... Is it something you're tracking really heavily, Jake, or like trying to, to get pr- price rises or not really? No, one year I should really go for it. This year I, I did my wild card late, so I didn't get a lot of price rises, um, which is fine. But but I'm not going to blow up major players in my team um, for it. Like Sterling, I'm not – he's – I don't know. We'll get into that more. That, but, but the answer is uh, I care a little bit, um, but it's not – if I think the players just had a bad game week or a bad couple game weeks, I'm not going to destroy my team to get a couple extra mil. Yeah, I, I will say I like... So some people have said they don't like. I like this year that prices have changed a bit faster. Uh, I, I, I think at least that's what it feels like, right? Like, doesn't it feel like compared to last year that yeah. it's, a, it's changing a lot more quickly or not? I agree. I just think they need to have... They need to like explain the algorithm to everybody. Otherwise, I think it's all lies and deceit. I, I don't understand how Lundstr- Lundstram is still only 4.3. I mean, how many people started with him? Like, what, 5%? Maybe 10? And he's up to like 26% owned and he's only gone up to 4.3. He should be at like 6, six mil by now. Just, it, frustra- it frustrates <laughs> the me. Issue, the issue is, though, right? Think about that from a, a game perspective. Like, if you didn't get on him early, then somebody has a huge, huge advantage, right? So, I think, like, the price changes up or down in, in terms of, like, 0. 0.1, 0. 0.2, 0. 0.3 mil in one direction or the other, if, if like, it's vo- that volatile, that's okay. Like, if there's some movement in, in that regard. But to, to make it too extreme leads to advantages that you'll never be able to overcome then the game becomes about only about value of players because that if he really was up to like six mil right it would be such a huge advantage if you had him because you could sell him off now and use him to buy something else yeah or just keep him because he's the best defender in the game but yeah one of the two uh okay let's i guess get into how we did because you didn't have lundstrom playing this week and i did have lundstrom playing uh, yeah. And that really was the difference, probably between the two of us. <laughs> it was, Definitely yeah. Was. Do you wanna do you wanna start with your team, like game week rank points, yeah, I'll overall start. rank, kind of where you're at? I'll start. Um, my defense finally came through. It was like the opposite of last week. So I ended up with 62 points. Uh, Trent with a goal got a nice seven pointers. No bonus, really. I don't know if it's because they see that he gets dribbled by. 14 times a game and that's where they take his bonus away or what but don't don't explain to me why Robo for like a little rollback assist gets two bonus points and Trent gets zero I'm sure there's an explanation I'm just bitter obviously uh Pope 
unfortunately didn't get any save points, but did get the clean against Norwich. Uh, so six for me with Pope. And then Mendy's my star. Uh, we talked about him in the group. You know, we were talking between Stones and him, and we were like, well, Mendy gets forward more, gets injured less. He's still a shit defender. Um, I mean, did you see uh, De La Faye, like, dice him in the beginning of that game yeah it was it was hilarious <laughs> Mendy just like went to ground and like stuck his legs out as far as he could no, and it was no, like i want to be yeah i just want to be clear so when you're it's otamendi yeah is the player you have I, not mendy because yes. there's yeah, those two right. players are on the same team and if you were listening at home it could be very confusing knowing which player you had yeah i shouldn't do that i'll call him otta otta um it's a little bit nerve-wracking that he got pulled off in the 60-second minutes, but uh, that was enough for a clean. I was really hoping Watford would score a goal. Uh, didn't happen. Um, and then Dinge was the disappointment. I, you know, I kind of figured that them versus Sheffield, they had a chance of winning that game more than Sheffield. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 how well, the turntables. Yeah. Uh, in the midfield, Sterling, fuck, fuck everybody, you know, who have him. Yeah, I knew he was, I don't even know why I put the captain armband on him. I knew he was going to get rested this game. Um, but I had De Bruyne. And then my vice captain was on Mane, who, you know, again, cursed. I'm cursed. Whoever I put the armband on is not going to score. So I will start making that mention sooner to everybody. Um, and then if I do play Norwich people, they're also not going to score because I've played Pookie and Cantwell twice this season against good teams like Burnley and I mean, like, I guess I should say like bad teams like Burnley and West Ham. <clears throat> and I've gotten zero returns both times I've played them. I mean, if mm. can, like, can you imagine? I just it blows my mind. It makes me like want to like quit FPL because Pookie's on a total of 51 points, and when I've played him for two games, he's gotten four of those points. Do you want me to hack your account and delete it? Yeah, I do. Cantwell has a total of 29 points, and when I've played him, he's gotten 25 points. That That's mind-blowing to me. Um, and it's not like those were bad fixtures. So, fuck, you know, I guess they're both away. <laughs> I guess that's maybe the key, right? Like, when they play away, they're not going to do well. Um, yeah, at, yeah, I, at home I think... they have eight goals. Away they have one so far. So yeah. something to something to think about. Um, <clears> and <throat> then I had Gwen Doozy come in for an assist for me. Um, big the big doozer. time. The doozer. I had him ahead of Lundstrom. I don't know what I was thinking there, um, but he did get taken down in a spectacular game where I almost had three heart attacks. Um, and my front line got two apiece with Pookie, Abraham, and Barnes. So that's that's my 62. Pretty interesting 62. I, I thought I actually was having a shit week, and apparently I did okay. Yeah, what was your game week rank? Uh, game week rank was... Um, let me get there. You don't, do you not know where it is? No, I, I do. I do. I wasn't on it. Um well, not spectacular. A million seven hundred thousand. Okay, yeah. But so I not green, not terrible. Pretty run of the mill. Yeah. I green arrowed for the first time in a while. I went up from like a little over five hundred thousand to four hundred and sixty. So I'm heading in the right direction again. That's like a good start. I just can't yeah, get for. I can't get forwards right. I don't. I don't understand. It doesn't matter like yeah. who I play at forward. They're not going to score. 
So, but my my suggestion would be just to to stop switching your forwards in and out. I just hold them. But but I I Pookie's the only one that I've been kind of switching a little bit, which has been the biggest mistake. But I I did hold all my forwards this week. Um, you know, well, hold the, them again. Hold them again. Hold. Yeah. So let's talk about your team before I get more angry. All right. Yeah, because I could I could feel you um you know rumbling a little bit there. Yeah. Yeah. I At just, one point you didn't say anything. You just said fuck. Yeah. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just pissed. I think I'm just going to go with Firmino, in all honesty. I just like Bobby Chompers, because I like to see Bobby Chompers not score. So I'm gonna just going to bring him into my team so he can have mm. a shitty season the rest of the way. I don't so know why I don't. I just don't like him. I don't know why. Yeah, he's not really like, he's a super nice guy. Seems like an incredible player. Yeah. You know. Plays with some good passion, really good teammate. Fuck yeah. that guy, am I Him right? And Vardy, yeah, I'm bringing both in because I hate both of them. What are you really saying? You're you're putting Bobby Chompers on the exact same platform as a crack addict. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, I don't even know what to say. I. Firmino seems like a guy you'd want to like go have a coffee with. You know, get to know him a little bit. Vardy seems like a guy that would jump you in a back alley and stab you for some heroin. Yeah, I feel you. I think the, I think the forward. <laughs> I hate that both I, of them equally. Says I still Jake. Hate both of them. Yeah, I think the forward that I most likely would want to hang out with um, would would definitely be a, a bombing first, obviously. But if I was going to go non Arsenal, uh, I think Tammy would be a cool dude. I'd want to hang out with Tammy. Tammy A. Yeah, Tammy A. All right, all right. I, I don't, I don't know who mine would be. I just, I just don't understand the direction you're going. I got to do my team because otherwise, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This is gonna upset me. Uh, I, I have my, I would say really my first truly solid game week of the year with 76 total points, um, game week rank of 341,000, uh, and my overall rank now inside two million. Here we go. I'm getting dangerous. Uh, through the back, I have a clean sheet with Pope. Uh, TAA with the goal scored, which was a dirty, dirty goal. Um, Otamendi as well with a great performance. Um, and I do want to touch on that. Do we have any news on? I so so I was I watched the first half of the game and then I had to go work, uh, and so I didn't see the second half of the match. Do we know why he was pulled off in the 62nd minute? No, but he doesn't have an injury. I mean, I'm sure someone knows. Uh, and again, this is our bad as a podcast. I'm sure someone has a indication but i have no clue because it wasn't yeah. an injury um, right yeah. and they were winning by a shit ton so you would think like why would he sub out a center back but who knows maybe hmm. pep was just sick of the way he defends he's like well i know you can actually score but i can't watch you defend anymore yeah okay uh yeah we'll have to somebody tell us what happened there i don't i don't know um lundstrom then came in off my bench uh with sterling not playing and Greenwood not playing, and then I had De Bruyne. Um, so Salah was the vice captain. Uh, he only picked up the assist, uh, but I'll take that in in what has been a pretty rough captain selection choices so far this year. And then Ceballos, uh, Barnes, and Abraham all with uh, and Matip and and Dingy all with uh, solid solid two point and you one point get, performances. You need to get Ceballos out of your team, man. I'm just telling yeah, you right, I know. right now. I've got. 
Yeah, yeah, he'll be out this week. He's he's done. Um, he was a little punt, you know, and uh, and it was a bad choice, and um, and he'll be gone now. So that's how I did. Um, I'm pretty happy with it. I mean, I needed like one good game week to kind of just get the feel for it, and especially after my wild card last week and not really getting many points off that. I feel I feel okay. Um, going forward, I have a lot of away fixtures this next week, which kind of stinks for my players. Um, but I do have two transfers, um, and so I think that'll really help me to freeze um, to to sort out some issues. Right? I think Savios needs to go, um, and I don't know if I'll use the second transfer or not. Uh, I need to kind of sit down and maybe plan out what the next couple game weeks look like so i can know if i want that second transfer for now or later yeah i didn't even realize that my whole team is away from home except abraham right now um oh and lundstrom's at home against liverpool and dinge at home against man city so that's good it's gonna be a great week it is not uh okay let's look quickly at the uh the slack community team um so our, our slack community team Last week had an okay week. Um, wasn't like bad, but but I think just just average. This week finished on sixty two points. Uh, game week game week rank of one point six million. Just about is that right? Didn't you finish on sixty two as well, Jake? Yes. Yeah. So um, and actually, kind of the t- this team still has its wild card. So Pope in the in the goal, Lundstrom and Rabo with returns in the back. Uh, Sala had the vice captain band on when Sterling was was benched. Uh, De Bruyne, and then up top we have Barnes, Puki, Dendonker, Cantwell, uh, and Dinge going and, and Van Dyke going from top to back in the two and one point and zero points for uh, Dendonker with a nice OG. Um, so all in all, like an okay game week again. Um, overall rank of one point one million. So not doing. Badly, I think that that team is considering we're like talking about possibly wildcarding this week. Um, and so I, I don't know if we're going to or not. We, we vote on that in our Slack channel. So if you want to be part of that, um, get in touch. You can join our Patreon uh, and, and we'll get you into the Slack channel and you can you can be part of the team. Lots and lots of fun. Uh, I guess we should probably do leagues since the week's over, right, Jake? Yeah, I was just looking. I got bad news for you. <clears throat> What do you mean you have bad news for me? I am no longer winning the PSL League. All right. Well, you'll do the PSL League. I'll do the League Dive right now. Okay. Right. So, yeah. in 10th, Ole Rig. 9th, Caroline Wilson. Uh, Patreon member right there. 8th, uh, Samir Saeed. 6th, uh, tied for 6th. Uh, we have Bilal Faradi and Terry Vargas. 5th, uh, Jack Tasker. 4th, the hardest name in the world, but team name Frank Checht Keppa. Uh, third, Desmond Brady. Second, Patrick Gabitis. And in first, Christopher Marshall. Izzy Wizzy, get one busy. How is that man uh, still in first? Good for him. Uh, he had 84 points this week. What? Doesn't he have yeah. like Manchester United players? Uh, no. We'll let's look at his team. team. Let's look at his team just really quickly. So, yeah. uh, Pope, Arier, uh, TAA, uh-huh. Otamendi, Cantwell, De Bruyne, Iwobi, and Son. Colin Wilson, Aubameyang, Aguero, captained. Uh, and then McGovern uh, as the goalkeeper, and then Hayden, Rico, and Lundstrom all on the bench. Um, That's a so, fantastic team. I wish yeah, I was yeah, that it, smart. <clears throat> yeah, it really is. He's got two like kind of 4.0 or really low defenders, which I think is what I need to move to, and then kind of a lower priced but but top team defender right in Arier, and then TAA and Otamendi, and, and then through the midfield he's got kind of a mix and. 
Interesting, he's got a double premium forward right now, which is something that we've kind of been against. Uh, but Captain Aguero, you're hitting your, you know, you're hitting your captains if you're on the the premium forwards right now. Wait, so who's his other premium forward? I thought he had Wilson, Aubameyang, and Aguero. Oh gosh, that's a and Colin Wilson. Yeah, that's a very expensive forward line. It's doing really well. I guess we're That's wrong. Why isn't he's first. right? Yeah, we are yeah. wrong. All right, yeah. to the uh, PSL 400, league. A 441 oh. overall, by the way. Oh, he yeah, is. that's good. Yeah. That is good. That's great. All right, PSL league us, Jake. Uh, I'll just do the top three. Unfortunately, I have dropped out. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, that's a lie. Uh, the top three, it's a tie. 358 for all of us. Um, I am in fifth because of my addiction to transfers and PSLs. Mm-hmm. Um uh, so fourth is Thomas Bracken, uh, stressed down at 71. He had 71 points this week. Good, good for him. Um, third, uh, show me the moon year. I like that team name, Meredith Wilson. So she's doing well in both leagues. Um, and then the coyote kid, he's back. Matt Frisky with a game week, uh, score of 101, nuts um and then first is wildcard marv marvin um andre at uh 82 points another solid game mm-hmm. week so there you game go. Week. yeah uh and then last i think we should just shout we do this just every couple game weeks the the league died the zombie league mm. uh that gas started up for us so top three and third um at matthew fpl uh in second fc zombie days and in first gan do zombie uh, that's a pretty good Chris Bradley. Uh, so well done to everyone that, that is performing in all the leagues. It's kind of fun this year that we have so many leagues. I know it takes kind of a chunk of the pot up, but it's still fun to talk about them and, and just see how everybody's doing. I think we should quickly do Jake a little section of Jake's mistakes. So he moved to a swamp and he likes crocodiles and hobos are trying to stab him in the butt. It's Jake's mistakes. Yeah, it's actually alligators, but I'm going to forgive you for that. They're still crocodiles. They're alligators. It's, a, it's completely different. Aren't there crocodiles in Florida, though? Oh, uh, probably a few. Like, I don't think they're native, though. I'll have to double check. We'll get back to You're you. You're a vet. You should know everything about all animals or <laughs> well, else you I should mean, get fired from your job, you idiot. There's so many things in Florida. Like, every time there's a hurricane, I think, you know, the natives here just let their wildlife go and they have like a legal species um so there's a lot of a lot of new species here that shouldn't be here um there's a just, hurricane coming everyone release your animals release your animals i don't want them to die it's um, just like little kids like out in the street families just yeah. releasing their children it's, yeah. uh, those are hurricane kids you know yeah. they live on the streets now you just see them running around all dirty, uh, like, uh, gosh, the never, the, what is the Peter Pan kids? I don't know. What do you call uh, them? The Lost Boys? The Lost Boys. That's what I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, so I think you should my, probably, I mean, Jake's mistakes, it's probably like, how did your wild card go? You know, like that's really, really what you should be assessing, <laughs> right? Don't you think? It was wasted. I. <laughs> um, it was wasted. I could, it's funny I could because have told you that. I, I love my team. Like, I loved it. It looked great on paper. I mean, I'm glad I green arrowed this week. Otherwise, I'd be in a dark, dark place. You know, like, Mane was a – I think Mane was a good pick. And then he gets injured this week um, and doesn't do anything. Um, you know, Tammy had a fantastic week. He should have scored against Liverpool, like, twice. Uh, I don't – You. I don't, you were working. He had a good game. Um, Barnes, you know, fuck me. 
uh, and Pookie, you know, fuck me again. So the only good news is I took out Holler for Pookie this week, so it didn't it didn't matter. It didn't bite me either way. So I, I think we were wrong. Like the premium forwards, I for now. I mean, like we talked about when they go on these runs, it, it maybe it's just because. Like Arsenal and Man City have such ridiculous runs of fixtures. Um, I think one of my big mistakes is getting rid of Wilson at the beginning of the year. He had two assists um, his first two game weeks, and I was like, "Eh, I'm not really loving what's going on there." And he, he, I should have just held him. And then Lundstrom, I should just start every week. Like home Liverpool, get get the fuck in in my team. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care. Uh, those are my big mistakes. I would say. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, all right, let's take a, uh, a short break. Uh, when we come back, we've got a bunch of, of listener questions, a lot of questions about captains, so we'll spend a, a bit of time on that today. Uh, and it'll be really, really fun. You excited, Jake? Yeah, I'm excited. Okay, stay tuned. Welcome back to the second half of the pod. Quick shout for our Patreon. We do have a Patreon. It's awesome. You get to be part of the Slack channel. You get to be part of the PSL Super League, one of the top leagues in the entire world. Uh, and all you have to do is join our Patreon and give us all your money. Well, Jake, you have anything to add? Not all of it, just some of it. Yeah. Well, it's I guess like, it depends. It could be all of it for you. I'm, for me, we're kind of aiming for like just credit card numbers, right? So if you yeah. could just send that in. It'd be easier for everyone, I think, and just kind of like a blank, like, hey, well, we really like your podcast. Use my credit card, you know? Yeah. The, and your Twitter account password, too. Because, <laughs> yeah, because Jake's on Twitter so much <laughs> that he'll probably log into your account and start using it. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyways, we'd really appreciate it to help support uh, the cost of our podcast um, for hosting and, and all the other fun things that we have to do. Uh, anyways. Game week preview. Um, let's talk a little bit about game week seven, Jake. We've got quite a few questions from people, so let's get into it right away. Uh, Yo Pierre writes in, am I an idiot to take a hit on Sunday to bring in, uh, how do you say his name? Is it Soyanku? Soyanku? I don't honestly know. We should probably know that. but <laughs> Yeah, so for the record, somebody wrote in to me like this week and was like, you guys say a lot of names wrong. And <laughs> yes, my response was like, my response was like, Screw you. I know we say I'm wrong. We're doing it on purpose. And then this happens. Uh, for the record, we know how to pronounce most of the names, and we think it's fun to say them wrong because it gets people wound up. But I'm going to admit right now that I don't know how to say that name. So there. I'm being the bigger man. Jake is a small man. Uh, to bring in Soyonku, Rico, and Tammy for uh, Zinchenko, AWB, and Holler. Uh, 1.2 in the bank. Is it too aggressive? I guess is he asking. First of uh, all, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Go it's ahead. Not, is it too aggressive? I don't think it's too aggressive. No, because I don't. I don't really like the three guys. Unfortunately. Yeah, he needs to get those three out. Yeah, um, and if that's the way you want to go, I think it's not a bad idea. I don't. I mean, it, obviously, those are two really cheap defenders, so that's the way. But it seems like you're clearing a lot of money for some other big move <clears throat> right like uh soyanku's 4.5 and zinchenko's like one mil more than that and rico's right. really low too so i'm just curious what he's clearing the money out for um 
But yeah, I, I do think Pereira for Leicester is an interesting player with the run coming up too. But if you're going to spend it somewhere else, that's fine. Maybe um, he just wants the, the funds like for a long-term investment retirement yeah. account. Yeah, exactly. That's good. That's good planning. I mean, on that note, you know, you should be using 401ks if you can. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I've been taking out a mill every single year, putting it in my 401k. I figure by the time I'm 65, I'll have like... 200 mil to invest in players should be good I, I just imagine you like going to the bank and telling them like pulling up your computer with your fpl team and being like see i saved one mil in the bank there why can't i move that over i don't understand <laughs> you're welcome financial investment guy now do something with my money yeah <laughs> oh my gosh all right um bobby love wrote in with barely anyone keeping clean sheets is it a bad idea to look at one to two main defenders plus three to four rotating cheap ones for instance i'm having robertson in a back line of those cheap guys right rico lundstrom uh tamori and soyonku uh depending on fixtures can i can Uh, i answer this first I was just going to say, you're wrong, nah, Bobby. You're I didn't wrong give you- Bobby Love. Uh, everyone's keeping clean sheets. It's just not the people you expect. Uh, West Ham have three clean sheets in a row. Pretty sure. Uh, Newcastle have some clean sheets. Everyone has clean sheets. It's just not Liverpool um, and, you know, Chelsea and Man U. So. And City. That's another team that City, some people have. I mean, have. at least they cleaned Watford. This They that's have, true. what, like two or three. So... <clears throat> So, what do you think? Do you think that's a good move or not? Uh, I think two. I think you got to at least have two main defenders still. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, so S- yeah. Steve wrote in, right? He said, I literally done this on my wild card last week, and it got me 92 points this week. I have TA, Atta, Londrico, Kelly as my defense. Yes, yeah, 92 is great. I wish I had that. I think it's time I do really think it's time to get rid of Dinge Um, I'm not sure where I'm gonna go with that like that's the that's the question for me like am I gonna go to Pereira because he's similar and he has really good fixtures now and has attacking prowess or should I drop all the way down so I do agree it's been better just to have lower defenders but it's because teams like Sheffield and like Crystal Palace are still keeping clean sheets Okay, well, let's talk about Dingy. Uh, Lego Mane wrote it in. Wrote in uh, Dingy is the second most creative defender in the game, but for all his thirteen chances created, he's recorded a big fat zero big chances created. Is he the obvious route for managers um, bidding to release funds elsewhere in their squad ahead of the Man City match, or should we look further ahead? So, if we look, I mean, let's let's dig into him a little bit because I think it is a big question, right? So he's sitting at six point two million as a price. Uh, he's got Man City next, then he has Burnley away, West Ham home, Brighton away, and then Spurs at home. So that's his next five five matches. Okay, um, their team has kept two clean sheets on the year, the first two matches of the year, uh, and then they conceded two against Arsenal. Uh, another couple against Wolves, uh, Bournemouth, and Sheffield, another two. Um, in terms of like him as a, a player individually and what he's producing, uh, let's look at like kind of shots and chances created and things like that. So I'm just going to pull that mm-hmm. up. Um, so he's got shots per 90 of 1.7, which is quite good for a defender. Uh, key passes per 90 of 2.23, which is very high for anybody in the game. Um, his expected assists are actually only 0.65. So 
you know, I think that he's getting a lot of service in, but it's not necessarily quality. Um, yeah, or, or like, or like, just incredibly dangerous, right? Like, it could be a well-served ball, but like, the reality of it is, a lot of backs are sending in like hopeful balls, right? Where the back mm-hmm. line is hips forward and they're they're compressed, um, and and that ball doesn't necessarily break the back line or it doesn't make the defenders turn and run towards the goal, um, and so. When players on the other end of that ball are striking it, it's often under like highly contested circumstances, and so he's not going to acquire a high expected assist. And I think that's what Lego Mane is kind of referring to, where like he's creating these chances, right? So he has a high key pass um, rating, but like a pretty but zero, right? Uh, a zero total um, big chances created, and those big chances are normally determined by. Like, did you swing a ball into like basically an open player um, on the on the field? So, what are your thoughts, Jake, uh, going forward with him? I mean, you've already said that you think that maybe he's a player to let go. I, I do still. I'm just more worried about the like they're not going to keep it clean against Man City, um, and then they have a couple away games, and, and it's more just the Everton defense in general is kind of just falling apart. I mean, again, I didn't watch the Sheffield game, but if you're giving up two goals against Sheffield, I'm sure they are pushing for that that second goal and they gave up a goal, but it's, it's kind of, you know, like if you look at the clean sheet table right now, West Ham and Man City both have three. A bunch of teams have two, but it's not like the teams you expect, right? Like, you know, Spurs don't have two. Liverpool only have like Liverpool, Leicester, Spurs, and Wolves all have one. Now Arsenal have one, and that I can completely understand. But like those four teams, if you would have told me those four teams are at the bottom of the table at this stage in the season, I would have been like, "You're nuts! You're nuts!" Um, so to me, with him not sending in like really good clear-cut chances like you were saying why spend the six million when you could spend it on like Cresswell with like maybe a team that has a little bit better defense and he's one mil cheaper or you know you you can just spend it somewhere else I, I just don't think he's someone to hold on to the other option is you do try to hold on to him through like game week 13 where they finally they play Norwich at home and then after that like just dump them because it, it gets bad Liverpool Chelsea <clears throat> Man United Arsenal uh, if if you have other things to do okay yeah I'm with you 100% in fact looking at my squad right now and two free transfers he's a player that I'm considering dropping pretty low and then bringing in um, maybe upgrading a midfield player I don't know if that's going to happen, but it's something I'm considering. So on, on the uh, the topic still kind of of defenders then, Kenny wrote in, is it worth a straight swap for Zinchenko to Otamendi or Mendy? Um, and then Nick also mm-hmm. asked for the best Zinchenko replacement. So let me start, Jake, with that. Like if you're going to go with Zinchenko just to Otamendi or Mendy and which one maybe to go to. And then if you want to maybe take the best Zinchenko replacement, fair? Mm-hmm. Fair. Okay. So let's start with if you were going to drop uh, Zinchenko. So... Um, you know, Zinchenko's had a great start to the season, and he didn't play on uh, on Saturday. Or excuse me, was it Sunday? Sunday. Saturday? Yep. No, Saturday. Saturday. No. Yeah. Did they... Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I did watch so that he didn't game. play on Saturday. Yeah. He didn't play on Saturday. Um, they have 
a, a decent fixtures coming up as well, right? So Everton away, which I know is not the easiest fixture, but Everton away, then Wolves home, Crystal Palace away, Aston Villa home, Southampton home. So next five fixtures look yeah, very three, promising. Three of those teams can't score goals. So right. So so I think having a city defender is well worth it. Um, if we look at at you know who to maybe go to, it becomes a little bit murkier. I mean. You know, the thing about Mendy is he was, he was pulled off, um, I think, around halftime or at halftime in the City match. He didn't – I mean, I watched the first half of that game. He, You know, Mendy did not get as forward. I know it was kind of his first serious game kind of back and competitive, and so it's tough to judge it on that. I would, I think, lean towards Otamendi, um, assuming that the reason he was pulled off uh, was not like an injury concern. We need to look into that and make sure, of course. Um, the reason with him – and. He, I don't think that Otamendi is a very good defender, uh, but he offers a very good uh, goal threat for a defensive player. Um, so he's averaging 1.9 shots per 90, an expected goal of 1.36. Uh, I know the sample size is super, super small, uh, but you know, in, in the corner that he assisted on, right, that was a, a great play. And he's also a player that likes to kind of um, fling his body forward and take some risks. And I think it's a reason that Pep doesn't necessarily prefer him to some of the other center backs. But also his passing abilities is quite poor. But but I do think that um, that he would be the player that I would look to. And at the price, uh, I think he's at 5.5 now because he did just rise last night. Uh, it's it's a pretty safe bet uh, to move from Zinchenko to him. And, and you're going to bank yourself 0.1 million as well to play with later. Um, I think Zinchenko is probably going to you know, going to fall soon. Um, and, and so it's probably worth just making that move and, and having him in your team. Um, Jake, do you want to kind of, I mean, if you were going to just take Sinchenko out, like are those two guys, the only two you should consider, are there other players to look at? The, I, I like both of those guys. They would be in my top three. The only other team again, that I'm going to just say should be on everyone's radar is Lester. Like, yes, they only have one clean, um, but they've played really tough competition and their uh, X goal, like their goals against is, is the second lowest in the league. Actually, Man United have the lowest, which is a little bit surprising to me. Um, but Man United still have some tough fixtures. They have like Liverpool and Arsenal in their next three. So whether you want to go to Pereira, who's a little bit around that Mendy price range or all the way down to Soyonku or however the fuck you say his name. Those are those <laughs> are it. two guys <laughs> nailed it that, you know, I would have as like three three or four options. But I, I still like a city defender. That being said, I mean, if you would have gone with three attackers from city this week and it, one of them wasn't Sterling, you'd be absolutely flying. So we had talked about that last week and we said oh it's probably not a bad idea if you can swing it and and maybe it is just the best thing you can do with man city is just you know bilva dilva aguero or or well i should say kdb uh, a bilva twin and then aguero but that's hard for people who aren't on their wild card to to adjust to okay so from the back line of of city to kind of like we can discuss maybe the back line of, of Liverpool. So I think I'm saying the name as Scott. It's a hard name. Okay. Scott Pagan. Did I hit it? Do you think? I think so. I think you got it. Okay. Uh, what should you do with all your Liverpool players when both Man City, Arsenal, Chelsea, Norwich, and in some way even Spurs have great fixtures when Liverpool doesn't necessarily? Um, and so, you know, it's like, it's a tough question, right? Because they've been, 
they haven't necessarily gotten the the clean sheets that we were kind of expecting from them this year. Um, Pool is only sitting on one total clean sheet on the, or excuse me, yeah, one total clean sheet on mm-hmm. the entire year. Um, but their defenders, particularly Trent and Robertson, are still getting returns because they they have a few ta- attacking returns. So, um, you know, what do we do? Like, and even more so, we could move forward to you know, um, Firmino, uh, Mane, and Salah. Are they players that we hold with the run of fixtures coming up? It, it does look pretty rough. Uh, so, I mean, Sheffield away, Leicester home, United away, Tottenham home, Aston Villa away, Man City home. So a couple harder fixtures in there. I mean, for me, it's like I look at Liverpool and most of their fixtures are not hard, in my opinion. I, they, they're they all fixtures that they could have returns. And for some reason this year, it doesn't seem to matter. Like if they play good teams or bad teams, they're probably not getting clean. So I don't know. Do we keep... You know, do we keep defenders? Do we keep our faith in those players, or is it time to move on? I think it's time to only have one defender, unless you you are trying to do the Trent uh, and Rob Robo combo, um, just because of their attacking returns. But I, I just think money could be better spent uh, at this point in time. Um, I, I I'm kind of done with the double Liverpool. I think the harder question is, do you go with? Amane slash Sala and Firmino because those are really the only three guys that are going to consistently get attacking returns and I think Firmino's at that kind of difficult price range but he sh- so far this year has shown that he's worth that price to me unless you feel differently no I, I think so I yeah I'm, I'm with you as well I mean I brought uh, my tip in on on my wild card mm-hmm. and I am now feeling as though I should just just cut my losses and let him go yeah Um, i'm the same i have him as well and i think he he's actually more likely to go from my team first before dinge um but we'll see dinge to my tip you know what i'm saying (laughs) dinge to my tip um all right uh, the next question that we have, let's see here, comes from uh, Gautam. It says, time for a Mount Tammy double up. Could be fruitful given their upcoming run. Uh, Chelsea do have a really good upcoming run. Um, so they've got, oh my goodness, yeah, I actually forgot how good it was. Uh, Brighton, Southampton, Newcastle, Burnley, Watford, Crystal Palace in their next six before they play City. Um, and Tammy has been, he's been on fire. Uh, and so what do you think, Jake? Double up or no double up? I, I like it because um, yeah, if you look at I, I mean if you look at the that price range right for midfielders um, six point five yeah Mount's cheap uh, and he's you know he's doing well for his price points per million um, McGinn is kind of in that range um, but I, McGinn's fixtures get hard and then. You know, the Norwich guys are really the only other ones that have consistently done well around that price range. You know, Leicester midfielders are like, do you consider? I know Maddo kind of picked up a little bit of an ankle injury, so that's a little risky. Um, but to me, like Mount's just the, the sure thing. And why wouldn't you just go with the sure thing? Um, unless you're spending a little bit more to get like a Silva Dilva in. Yeah, he, you know, statistically, Mount is not like he doesn't blow anything out of the water, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's averaging 2.8 shots per 90 and two key passes per 90. Um, you know, and his expected goals are just about two, and he has three goals, you know. So it's like he's not doing anything incredibly special. But what you know with him is that he's going to play 
Uh, a full 90 minutes. Lamps tends to want him to, to stay kind of on the offensive end of the pitch. So, you know, you know he's going to stumble into chances. And one or two times, it, you know, if you would combine with Tammy and it's like you're just going to blow up, right? Your score is going to be incredible. So, I, I like it a lot. In fact, it's something I'm considering on my own team. So, mm-hmm. um, Just Gabriel wrote in, Abba gave the pen to Pepe. Should official FPL not award Abba an assist for that? I, I didn't see that, Jake. Did you? Whoa. Oh, I, I, think I think it's a little bit of a joke. Um, ah. Because, <laughs> yeah. Oh, they've done it again. Because um, that was the one where uh, Gwen Doozy got brought down. So, but Abba uh, relinquished. It was interesting that he relinquished it to Pepe. And it wasn't, I mean, don't get me wrong. He scored it, but he kicked it right down the middle, which was what he planned to do on Heaton. Um, but it does kind of, like for ABBA owners, that's a little bit concerning, you know. Did yeah, he just, just do it? Just so, gifting PKs? Well, did he do it so that Pepe, like, <clears throat> finally scores a goal for Arsenal and, like, gets going? Because Pepe's created a ton of chance. This is too much Arsenal because literally my recommendations are don't know anyone on Arsenal except maybe Aubameyang at this point <laughs> in the season. Um, or slash forever. But it it's concerning because if he's not on PKs, that's makes him a little bit, you know, less. I, I wouldn't want him in my team then. I'd rather just have Aguero. Yeah, that, that's fair. Um, all right. Uh, we've got a couple questions that we're going to do quick so that we can get into captain stuff. Um, Cy wrote in Lundstrom, been only playing him in so called positive matchups. Do we now start him or continue to tempt fate that he will come in form? Uh, Ahem, third bench spot. Uh, he must have had him on the third bench spot. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, so for me, I don't, I don't necessarily plan to like just now suddenly start start him in a lot of matches. But um, he's out of position. We know that. Um, you know, they they have a chance to keep clean sheets from time to time. They've shown that. Uh, he'll definitely in most matches be like the first guy, first sub off my bench. Or if he has a favorable matchup, then I would not be afraid to start him. I, I guess I don't really know how else to handle it. That's, I, I might that, have you know. him if he's not playing against the top six side in my team every game now. Like if it's not Arsenal, Liverpool, Chelsea, Spurs, uh, Man City. And yeah, I mean, that's probably it. Even Man United, they can't score goals. I, I might just start start him. Yeah, I, I statistically though, like he hasn't done anything that's like really impressive. So he's averaging um, 0.9 shots per 90 and 0.9 key passes per 90. So it's not like it's not like he's an offensive powerhouse. I mean, he'll he'll probably get like another goal or an assist or two throughout the year, but I don't see a world where he's, you know, he even finishes on like six goals and eight assists or something like that. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's I that's fair. Maybe this was just a fluke against like a mid-table team. Maybe Everton are just shit like always. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Mike Bassett is Vardy worth keeping? Stats have been poor, but fixtures get a lot better. I'm I lean no, without knowing a lot about the stats. I'm I lean a little bit no on that. What do you think, Jake? I would I would keep him now with the fixtures. Give him a chance. All right, fine. Um, All right, fine. I mean, unless you Mike, have, Mike, you decide. Mike, do you want to listen to me or do you want to listen to Jake? You decide. Well, Go ahead. Unless you have nothing else to do with your team, then maybe consider going somewhere else. But like, where would you go with that? Do you can you go up? Then yeah, maybe go up to Aguero. But you it you know the only forwards at that range are like Firmino. Right. Yeah. Like, so I know we, the fixtures have been rough. Just for the record, one point five shots per ninety. 
Yeah, it's not good. But he's still on. He's on peak. I mean, like, look at who they've played though. It's been Spurs, Man United, uh, Chelsea, Wolves, and then when he's played against Bournemouth and Sheffield, he got twenty four points, three goals, and an assist, and and bones. So now it's like, well, they go against Newcastle away to Liverpool, but then they have Burnley, Southampton, Crystal Palace, Arsenal, which is. That's just a cluster. That's like four goals for you. And then, like, like Leicester literally have the best fixture run um, to me now at this point in time. Um, so from seven game week seven to game week seventeen, they play Liverpool away, and that's that's the only tough game they have on their their schedule. So I think Vardy is a fantastic player to have if he's on your team because he's a little bit of a differential. Um, he's on PKs. He plays every game, ni- almost ninety minutes. So I, I really like him. Well, this coming from a guy who would rather spend time with Jamie Vardy than Roberto Firmino. So I, I said neither. That, I I said neither. That's a that's a lie. Yeah. You'd rather cuddle with Jamie Vardy than Roberto Let me ask you this. Firmino. Would you rather have Vardy or Pookie for that, that set of fixtures for like the next 10 game weeks? Like to me, it, it's Vardy. Would you rather have Kane or Vardy? I would still ha- rather have Vardy. Like know, Will's, Pukaki, yeah. party, Pukaki party looks pretty good, man. Crystal Palace away, Aston Villa home, Bournemouth away, Man United home, Brighton away, Watford home. All right. It's well, maybe good. I'm just biased because every time I fucking start the finish, man, he can't do anything. I don't understand, but... <sighs> Why did you have to bring the Finns into this, Jake? Just, I'm mad at him. I'm very mad. Why why does his nationality have anything to do with it? I don't know. It's just classic racism from Jake. He hates the finish. It's the only people he doesn't like, and he always gets upset about it. Yeah. All their pickled herring and dog sledding. Yeah. Saunas. It's the worst. Sounds like a wonderful place. Uh... Liam, will people regret regret selling a recently rested Sterling ahead of City's trip to Everton? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on with Sterling. He's been a little slow lately, and then of course not playing in the last match sucks. But he'll most likely be in the side, uh, and we know he's dangerous. I, I think people will regret it. So. I mean, here's the thing: he everyone wants to get rid of him. Like I want to get rid of him, but he still, I think, for like overall all players um his xg is still third um behind aguero and rashford surprisingly so and he still has a pretty fantastic xa of 1.5 um so i i don't think it's a good time to get rid of him um sun is an interesting player though i still like i want sun for the next few game weeks but that means i have to give up sterling probably or or i may give up Mane. i may uh that's something i've considered do it do it yeah uh fpl dummy writes conte is he a budget option seems to be busy in and around both boxes do stats back this up I think that that's a bit... He's a trap player. Like, every year we think that maybe he's a budget option. He's just not. He's not like an attacking player. So, I think we should probably just look the other way. There's better budget options, I think. Right. Like, Cant- Cantwell and Buendia, to me, are probably better yeah. budget options. Um, okay. So, let's, Jake, kind of get into captain-specific questions for this week um, to wrap up the pod here. Uh, we have a lot of questions. I think a lot of people are frustrated with captain picks because... 
you know, we've kind of been going with, for the most part, we go with kind of the sound pick, right? You're at home. Uh, you're a player that gets a lot of shots off and shows themselves to be in a lot of dangerous areas um, against a poor opponent. That's the person I'm going to go with. Uh, and and the returns haven't always been there with mostly, you know, Salah and Sterling. If you've been picking the premium strikers, you've done a lot better. And, and so that's somewhere where I think like you and I, Jake, maybe were wrong in a in a regard i still think that the value is poor there but the captaincy options in those positions have been really great to start the season and so if you had those players you've been flying uh let's see wilson wrote in if you were going on a vacation and unable to access your team for the next two game weeks would you leave the captain on obama yang or sala jake who would you rather captain uh between those two yeah, for next two game weeks. Next two game weeks. Salah. That's still Salah because I don't like Man U at home against Arsenal. Um, Arsenal against Bournemouth is good, but then it's like reverse, right? Like Liverpool, Sheffield, I, I like Liverpool, and then Liverpool's like Leicester. At least Liverpool's at home. I would still go with Salah. He's just involved. No. He's on PKs, right? Like that's another positive, and now we don't know with Aubameyang. Um. I completely agree. Mario writes in, any stats to choose Salah or Raz both away uh, over Tim Tam for captain next week? I like Tim Tam. That's a good That's who's, a good nickname. That's who? Who's Tim Tam? Uh, Tam Tammy Abraham. Tim oh, Tam. Got it. Okay. Uh, uh, I like Tammy. That's a good, it's a good question. Would you, yeah. would you captain? Wham, I, bam, thank you, Tam. I would at home against Brighton. I would consider it. Although Brighton are a little bit better. I think this week, I think the, I think the thing is, is like differentials are now maybe not the, the worst option. Um, so to me, the differentials this week would be like a son against Southampton. I think he's going to get two returns, maybe a goal and an assist. So if I had son, I would probably be captaining him um, or even Kane. I, I would probably still captain him. Um, and then yeah, it gets hard. Do you go Liverpool away or do you go Man City away? And it's kind of a coin flip. And and I think Tammy is another. He's kind of another dark horse. I just don't like how Tammy gets pulled off in, in like the seventieth minute. I don't love that. Yeah, he has in a few matches. Well, yeah, the last two matches, last three matches, four matches. So he started the last four, uh, pulled off in the seventy fourth minute, eighty third minute, seventy sixth minute, seventy sixth minute. Um, but also in those four matches, in his defense, he has three, seven goals. So yeah, well, uh, Lampard's just a bad coach. I mean, that's fine. We'll just call it what it is. We'll yeah, lose that's our maybe just... three Chelsea fans who listen in and have never yeah, provided us with any help. So we don't want them. <laughs> we don't want them. Get out of here, Chelsea fans. Uh, FPL rookie is KDB now the best option in the game for captains? <laughs> that's who I was. That's the question I was waiting for. Yes. Yeah, I think I think there's a very solid chance that KDB is going to be the top points getter this year. The hard thing if with he doesn't K get hurt, yeah, right? I know the hard thing with KDB is like he's just an assist guy. So if he just gets like one assist, then you kind of feel disappointed. But he is yeah. what isn't he the top top point getter in the midfield? Right now he, he is. is. Yeah, overall he is over, overall right now. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, no, Aguero's at 55. He's at 54. Yeah. I think Aguero's still, like, the best captain. I, I This is – he's just been demolishing the Premier League. I mean, he got – it was a it was a PK goal, but he got an assist as well. I just – I don't know. 
Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think that actually I take back what I said. De Bruyne probably will not be the top points getter. He's a very safe option. The, you even look like at his best seasons in 2017, 2018, he had 209 points, uh, which you're like, oh, that's a lot. It's a pretty good season. He played 3,000 minutes. Um, he had eight goals and 18 assists that year. 19 clean sheets helped add quite a few points to his total. Um, the year before, if they would have had some more clean sheets, he he would have outdone it probably. Um, and it's it's just the goals, right? So like he, he had 199 total points, six goals, 21 assists, 11 clean sheets. And that year he had 33 bonus points, which is a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I don't know. I, I think that um, I, I don't know that he's the best captaincy option. You know, part of the reason we pick captains is for just like kind of explosiveness, right? So like if you hit so every year there's going to be a couple huge performances you know maybe i don't know five really big performances from players where a guy gets a hat trick or gets you know four returns or something like that and and that's really what we're going for with the captaincy picks we're trying to hit those numbers you can you can miss like you can swing and miss on a few others but you you know you're trying to hit those uh and so i don't know that kdb is ever going to be that player where like he gets you know four or five returns like in a game um, I mean, there's of course a chance just because of the way that he plays, but but like Jake said, it's mostly assists. So a lot of his return is based on the performance of other players, which is kind of tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I just I don't know. No, yeah, well, I don't know either, Jake. Okay, I, I don't think he's a great captain option. I just when he scores a goal, he's going to have a ton of FPL points, but I, I think those are going to be few and far between. Yeah, you still want him on your team. Yeah, and you want to. Yeah, you. Everybody should have him on the their other, team. Oh, the, that was the thing. I was going to talk about Champions League. The other interesting thing for Man City is they have like the weakest Champions League group ever in the history of mankind. I feel. Um, it's so not I wonder true. how much he's going to be. Probably not true. Have you seen who they have to play? I'm just saying. There's probably been weaker Champions League groups. I'm just saying. I don't. But. I don't think so, man. They have. A abysmal Champions League group. So I don't know how much Pep's going to need to use him for that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Like they just that's beat good. um that Shakhtar team 3-0 away from home with like out even trying. And that was probably that's probably the toughest team in their group. I, I just I don't know, it's interesting to me. Just yeah, something I, just I, something okay. for like people to consider. Pep's probably going to yeah. be more focused on catching Liverpool until they get out of group stage, right. which is yeah, really true. late in the year. Right. Um Okay, Hab wrote in, I've only hit one out of six captains, and I've only ever captained Salah or Sterling. <laughs> After this week cap, vice cap drama, uh, what are your thoughts on this aspect of the game? In my opinion, no captains would reward planning and long-term forethought over weekly dice rolls that make bookies profitable. For instance, going into game week six, I made transfers to get Sun and Arya in for TAA and Mount. As I'm backing them to outscore the latter over the next five game weeks, a single missed cap and this kind of strategic approach is utterly negated. Uh, yeah, we've talked, right, Jake, you and I have talked about this a little bit. This And, and it's a it's a conversation that comes up every year in the FPL community about, like, should we even have captains or should we just get them out of the game? Um, it, it is, yeah, I, I totally get what Hab is saying, right, Jake? Like, it, it hurts kind of like the people that really take the time to plan things and then it is a bit of a dice roll with the captains but to me it's just kind of like this is a fun game anyways and so it's fun to have some dice rolls and every transfer you make is a dice roll with a player the captain choice just allows you to have another roll of the dice uh every single game week 
Um, so that's just my thoughts. I don't know if you agree with that, Jake, but yeah, I, I like the captains, but it's very frustrating, especially when you're having a year like he's having or like I'm having, where I've only hit my first game week captain. That's it. Yeah. Have you thought about like going forward what you might do this week? We have a Saturday deadline this week, so plenty of time to plan. Um, are you thinking about what you might do? It's tricky because I, you know, Liverpool have a good chance to clean this week, and my defenders like I'm not going to be starting Dinge and Lundstrom against Pool and Man City. So I have three in the back, and then you know I like my players um they're just all away from home but the one thing is like the captain thing again is like sterling away or Mane away are my two or tammy those are my three options so i need to know a little bit more about Mane. if he's injured i'm in trouble um and i might I don't know what I'm going to do then. Otherwise, I think I'm just going to hold and give myself the ability to make a double swap. Um, You know, eventually my plan was to drop Barnes down so that I could bolster my midfield a little bit more um, and maybe get to to mount. Um, So that's kind of my plan. Or maybe drop Dinge down to bolster my midfield and get to Mount. But then again, I still, I'm not going to have any of those higher premium forwards and that's been killing me. But I just, now that I've used my wild card, I'm kind of screwed that way unless I get rid of Sterling. Right. That's the only way you could get there, right? Sterling down somebody else up. So that's why I think like what you said, maybe you just hold this week and you have a double transfer for next week and then you could do that if you wanted to. Yep. That's kind of the plan. I'm just worried about captains again, but who knows? Yeah. You know, I might just go right. Abra- Abraham to be a little interesting at home against Brighton. Tim Tam? Tam Tam. Tim Tom. Tam Tim? Tim Tam. Timothy Tomity. Father Abraham. Father Abraham. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I think probably Dinge down, Ceballos up, but I haven't looked at it yet. So I try to like, I've said this before, I really try to just wait till the end of the week. I mean, I think about it at the beginning of the week a little bit. But, like, if somebody ends up being hurt or something weird is going yeah, on, then I'm going to have to make a change. There are games this yeah. week. So, yeah. the, the cop- yeah, I'll just I'll have to wait. So, uh, okay. Follow us on Twitter at DiveFPL, Instagram, The Art of the Dive, online, DiveFPL.com. You can download our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, Overcast, Podcast App, and CastBox, and a lot of other places as well. It really helps us if you go to our Twitter page once the podcast is out and just like and retweet that. Uh, it, it moves the podcast a lot on the Twitter sphere, and that's our main modality, probably word of mouth and Twitter to get the podcast out. And so we'd really appreciate it if you could help us with that. A um, couple of questions to end the podcast. Jake, Sean McColl writes in. Yeah, actually on Twitter, he posted a picture of a PSL that he had bought. A few people did that this week. So Starbucks start paying up. Uh, and he said, no question. Just tell Jake this isn't giving me an orgasm. Disappointed. Well, did he like it, though? That's my question. Like, was it Jake, good? he said no orgasm. Well, I mean, that's kind of harsh. Yo, Do you orgasm disapp- every time you have one? Uh, I, I don't know if it's every time. But I, I would just say if you're going about life expecting an orgasm out of everything, <laughs> that's going to be a disappointing life, Sean. My, my standard for good is <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> yeah. so. Oh, got the job. Oh! <laughs> this is a great steak. 
that could be a great saying like on a t-shirt if your standard for life is orgasm you're probably going to be disappointed in a lot of things <laughs> yeah that's my feeling on it uh, Mario wrote in, uh, Marco, you said you had a coffee last week. Are you a coffee aficionado or a Starbucks drinker like Jake? Do you AeroPress drip or siphon? Um, those sound like ways to do drugs. Uh, <laughs> but I, I guess coffee's a bit of a, I like coffee a lot. I, um, I, I drink a lot of coffee and a lot of different kinds of coffee. We've got a couple of very good roasters in our area. Um, and so I try to get beans from them whenever I can. Uh, and I normally use either a French press or a Chemex, which is a drip. Um, sometimes I'll do like a drip coffee as well, just like a single serve coffee cup. So yeah, people get um, I'm people get on me. I go to the roasters all the time too. I did a drip coffee this morning just because I like some Starbucks once in a while. Ugh, it's all right. I forgive you, Mario. <laughs> do you though? Yeah, I do. I do. They just don't know. I'll just start talking about pour overs all the time instead of Starbucks. It's fine. <laughs> if you talk about pour overs, you're probably a classy guy. Yeah. yeah. Just got uh, sports sports bits wrote in. Is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? <laughs> it, dep- it depends. It depends. I was just going to say yes. Uh, Adrian said, what formation does Jake deploy the alligators in his backyard? 442 or 352? I personally like the 343 with the alligators. I like the high press. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, 343 is pretty reasonable. Yeah. Uh, and then Trust the Poxess wrote in, and this was a great tweet uh, that um, Patrick Van Anholt retweeted. Uh, he he retweeted, PVA said, emotions run high after a game like that. I get it. But fans onto players like this guy here isn't what this club's about. Uh, so in the future, chat shit get blocked. So, and the fan had tweeted at PVA. This guy's name was Charlie. He said, fuck off your shit. Can you hand a transfer request in because no one wants you here? (laughs) Oh, I didn't know there was that much hate for PVA. Like the rest of their defenders are like ancient. Like who else are they going to play there? Trust the Pogsus wrote in and said, a possible new saying for dive FPL? (laughs) Question mark. (laughs) Maybe that's how we should sign off from now on. Fuck off your shit. Hand in a transfer request. No one wants you here. (laughs) Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we got to get out of here, Jake. We're running a little long. Uh, Good luck this game week to everybody. Um, If you have any questions, make sure to DM us or ask us on Twitter. Uh, We're happy to help out. Uh, Looking forward to this week having a little bit of time to finally interact with our Slack channel. I've been completely absent the last week and a half or two weeks almost with work. Uh, But hopefully this week things will level out a little bit. Jake, good luck. You ready to get out of here? Yeah, let's do it. All right. I'm Marco. And I'm Jake. And remember... Fuck off your shit. (laughs) Uh, That is a great ending to the pod.